Welcome to Tractivist Radio right here on Dash Radio on the Discover Station. My name is Richie Tractivist. What's up, y'all? It's DJ Preet. What's up? It's Sabrina. This is DJ Weejay. And thank you for joining us. Again, we do this every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Re-air on Saturdays, 9 a.m. in the morning. We are the show that plays the best music from Asian Americans and global Asians around the world. First off, we want to thank our guest from last week, Gloria Kim. Great person. Unbelievable talent. Thank you to her. Thank you to Watt for bringing her through. Uh, you could check out her interview on our Spotify, on our YouTube, on our Apple Podcasts if you missed that. But thank you to her for just premiering her song, Two Feelings. Check out our music video that just dropped too. Shout out to Plus Six Three for letting us create and air their Slow Jam mixtape, which we also played last week. And this 
show, we have an incredible guest, another one. And I noticed I say incredible all the time, but that's okay because it's incredible. He's really dope. (laughs) But that's our guest. His name is DJ Zhao, and he will be coming on the show shortly. But before that, let's get into some new music. We have a track by a South Korean boy group called Monster X, and they paired up with... I guess it's becoming like the guy in Asian America to just produce the songs for He's K-pop, Mr. Steve Aoki. Of course, you remember he did the track with BTS. Mm-hmm. But this is a pretty cool song. In fact, it's called Play It Cool. So here we go. Hold tight for me. Don't get comfy. My side, I see. And I know that you know me. I'm my feet. She follow me into the streets. There's a bite the hotel. Soon it's gonna be the quantum. Cause we look like the cartel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm addicted to right now. And I want it to stay around. Tell your powers to come down. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's something about you. Baby, I like the way that you can move around the place. And when you dance it in my face, oh, I just play it. We are so excited to have DJ Zoe on our show today. He's going to have an amazing set. And I'm really actually very excited to have this interview with him because his story is going to be dope. But before we get to that point, I just wanted to take a second and talk about the fact that Lily Singh, a brown woman mm-hmm. from Canada, okay, a Punjabi brown woman from Canada is going Ooh. to be the only woman of color on a big four network to have Yo. her own late night show. Ooh. And I am beyond stoked about this. I actually called my parents and I cried about it. I was like, I've been watching her for about 10 years now and she has grown and she has not let go of her pride in her 
ethnicity as well as just being authentic to who she is. And I'm just going to be honored to watch this flourish on a late night setting because it's been dominated by white men for as long as late night has existed. And this is just such a nice step forward in the name of diversity, in the name of telling stories that you might not hear, Mm -hmm, hearing comedy you might not hear. And it's just going to be a good ass time. Yeah. So look out for that. It's going to be starting sometime in the fall and it's called A Little Late with Lily Singh. Up next, we have a song called Sweet 16 by Shreya, who is another Indian American singer. And don't even get me started about her voice because it's amazing. She's a 20 year old singer. I think maybe now 21 from Houston. And I'm not even going to really talk about what kind of vibe she is. I just think she has a voice that is meant to be experienced by everyone. And I just cannot wait for everyone to hear this song. So I hope you all love it. Sweet 16, you took my love away, away from me. My mama told me she gon' murder me. But I did it all the same, ashamed, I guess you're to blame. All that time, you forced your way all up into my mind. Our energy became so intertwined. But I did it all the same, ashamed, I guess I'm to blame. I was blinded by the love, you were blinded by the drugs. You were the forbidden fruit. I guess I wasn't enough Mi amor enfermizo Damn you make me so Rito me so I was blinded by the love You were blinded by the drugs You were the forbidden fruit I guess I wasn't enough Mi amor enfermizo From the start, it's that female nature I still gave you all my heart We were two different lovers from Two different worlds and so It wasn't supposed to work I love conditional Rule number one, never take it personal Rule number two, don't get so emotional Rule number three, my love ain't for free So don't mess with me My heart or my energy My energy My energy Blinded by the drugs, you were the forbidden fruit. I guess I wasn't enough. Mi amor, enfermizo. Damn, you make me so. Rito, me so. I was blinded by the love, you were blinded by the drugs. You were the forbidden fruit. I guess I wasn't enough. Mi amor, enfermizo. Damn, you make me so. Rito, me so. Hey guys, this is Gloria Kim. You're listening to my new track right here on Tractivist Radio. What you want to do my 
What's up, everybody? 
stay tuned because DJ Zoe's coming in and he's going to give us a nice mix and a nice interview. But for now, we want to get into our Global Pick of the Week segment. And this segment is just our time to highlight music created by Asians around the world, not just Asian Americans. So this week comes from an artist named Rini, who is Filipino-Australian. And this song is called My Favorite Clothes. And it's just got this like acoustic guitar R&B vibe. It's like, you know, just going down the rabbit hole of watching like dance videos on YouTube. You know, the Brian Post, Ian Eastwood kind of feel. So if y'all are into that, check it out. This is Rini. Got ashes on my pants, my favorite ones, but I don't care no more. If you're not here with me, my favorite one. Well, just go I leave it in your room My favorite clothes And you can wear them out If you want But just in case you miss The way I smell It'll just be there Cause I Can't make you stay If you wanna go But I Will wait for you Just be the time for us I know that what we have Will always last oh. I fear the day might come That I will see you with another man as it hurts me in the fields I hope he holds your hand I pray to God that you live happily I appreciate yourself Who knows maybe one day We'll be your family Cause I can't make you stay if you wanna go Just be the time for us I know that what we have Will always last Cause I can't make you stay If you wanna go But I will wait for you To say come home Just be the time for us But know that what we have Will always last oh. Hi, I'm Raja Kumari This is G. Amazawa. My name is Emily You're listening to Tractivist Radio The sound of Asian America on Dash Radio Discover. What up, what up? This is DJ Weejay. And this is DJ Silla. And along with our good friend Farah from the Tractivist Events coverage team, we all recently had the opportunity to attend Yoltron's second annual rave prom at the Hollywood Palladium earlier this month. 
Uh, funny thing, actually, Yoltron had made a post on Twitter uh, to decide who would open for this LA show. Uh -huh. And he actually chose uh, local DJs Echo and Nell from the BTO Collective. Now, what's uh, funny about this was uh, when he was asked on Twitter afterwards why he, like, if he chose them because he, they were Asian, he responded with, hell yeah, Asian pride binges. Yes. And I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> on top of these dope local artists, we had Sin, Hopsteady, Ryan Collins, and Clockwork to play the jams. And then it came time for Yeltron. Playing headbangers and overall good beats, he definitely broke quite a few necks out there. <laughs> if you're interested, we did post a recap video on our Instagram and YouTube channel. We are planning to cover a lot more events on the regular basis, so if you're a promoter or if you're just a listener and you want us to cover a specific event, hit us up, radioattractivist.com, and we will beat it. Heck yeah. <laughs>
You are listening to Tractivist Radio right here on Dash Radio on the Discover Station. And we are joined by our special guest. He is one of the most versatile and in-demand DJs. He is known for his technical yet party-rocking style. He's DJed at exclusive parties for celebrities like some guy named Brad Pitt and Solange. Ooh. He's open for stars like Drake, Ooh. Justin Timberlake, Diplo. He's toured Ooh. with artists like Anderson Pack, Aquafina, Dumbfounded. He's played all over the world from Korea, Hong Kong, Manila, Macau, Singapore. He has residencies in New York, in LA, such as Soho House, and now Las Vegas, such as Chef Roy Choi's best friend and on the record. He is one of the best DJs in the game, and I mean that shit. Welcome to Tractivist <laughs> wow. Radio, Welcome. DJ Zoe. Thank you, Richie. When you lay, up, when lay them all out like that, all the accolades, sounds crazy. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know, it, but it's, it's true, though, man. Like, I think I want to start off here because I've known you for a little bit. You know, I know you've been killing it since I've known you, but it's really crazy to see. And, and it's well-deserved, man, because you really are one of the best DJs that, like, inspire me thank to you, become Richie. better. Um, and just full disclosure for everybody out there, I, I've worked a lot with Zoe. Uh, when I worked at Transparent Agency and we worked together because Zoe does a lot of work uh, with Dumbfounded. Yes. Um, also Year of the Ox yep. and just like in general. Um, yeah, I've known Richie for a long time. <laughs> I would hit him with the SOS calls like yeah. 2 a.m. Richie, yeah. we're at the venue, what do we do? <laughs> I need help with my visa. <laughs> uh, but we also, actually our team worked with you too for the Identity LA Festival oh, yeah, yeah. too. That was fun. Uh, which you killed. And, yeah. But in general, man, I just respect you because oh, you, as much as you've done and it's going to grow, obviously, but you've already killed it. It's you only such just a, begun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you are such a cool, positive, humble guy. Man. Thank you. Thank so, you. Yeah, I try to be yeah. have a good attitude and it'll take you far. You are though. Man. Yeah. No, I mean, from the limited interactions that I've had with you, you've been a very like easy to work with artist. Yeah, I'm pretty easy going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's amazing. And so we wanted to take some time kind of like, I obviously we just laid out all these insane things that you've done. <laughs> I know. Like when I hear them back, I'm like, yeah, I, f I forgot I did that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a good reminder. Come yeah. through here and we'll just remind you about like Everything all of your accomplishments. Um, but before you got to that point, you know, there obviously had to have been kind of like stepping stones or a journey, yes, right? So. For sure. We want to take some time, just like ask you how you got started, how you yeah. became a full-time DJ. Um, well, it all started in a little old town in Virginia <laughs> called Great Falls, Let's go. <laughs> which is where I grew up. I grew up uh, in the suburbs of DC mm -hmm. in this place called Great Falls, Virginia. I grew up actually with lyrics from oh, Year of okay. the Oxy. Yeah, yeah. We went to high school yeah. together. Yeah, probably middle school. I was listening to like Smashing Pumpkins and No mm -hmm. Doubt and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember ninth grade on the bus, this kid, Will Monica, gave me, you know, a CD. It was Eminem. Oh. And I listened to it and I was like, whoa, this rap stuff is tight. Like, I enjoy this. And then, and then he, and then I listened to Tupac hit him up and like, whoa, this is crazy. He's like, yeah. had sex oh, yeah. with his baby mama, like this and that, like, you know, killed your friend. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Kid from the suburbs, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then I, I stopped listening to Smashing Pumpkins and then I started listening to like Wu-Tang and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And that was ninth mm -hmm. grade. And then I was in a little group of like misfits that were like into like tagging on tables and shit and like break dancing and stuff. So I got introduced into like, into hip hop. Through, through graffiti and breakdancing uh, because my cousin uh, on my Filipino side would like clear out the garage and lay down like the cardboard and they would start to like break. Oh, that's dope. You know? Sounds so, about right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like that, um, there was some kid that I would just hang out at his house after school and he had turntables. Mm. And that's when I f first saw the turntables and there was like, it had a button on it, like it was called like a transform button. Yeah. Yeah, you remember that, Richie? And then yeah. Just like, I was like, bah, 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 bah. 
Yeah. I would just like hit that. I was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I just got into scratching after that. I would go to his house like every day and just scratch. Mm-hmm. I wasn't interested in DJing, just scratching. I worked a little bit, saved up some money, bought some turntables. And then my cousin from the Bay Area was a DJ and he heard that I was, was DJing. Rest in peace, my cousin Nico. Um, he ha- He brought me a mixer. And I was just scratching. And then I just trained in my room probably like, you know, all of ninth grade. (laughs) (laughs) And and then I met, well, I already knew Rick, but um, lyrics. And he was rapping and I was DJing. So that we kind of came up together, like through high school, we started rocking shows together, like not tight shows, like church events and family gatherings. Yeah. And like, you Those know. are tight shows in high yeah, school. Yeah, they're cool in high school. <laughs> so then I did all the scratching stuff and I wasn't really interested in like really DJing. I just wanted to scratch only, like be the tightest scratcher. Uh, when I was in high school, I used to train with these guys, um, the troopers, like these were Filipino dudes too. They were super sick, Geometrics, uh-huh. Inferno, Quicks, uh, ID. And I would train like scratching with them. So they kind of built me up. And then I went to college and I was like, oh, like there's a whole party scene. There's drinking, mm-hmm. you know, girls, you know, <laughs> yin yang twins. <laughs> like, those kind of records were popping when I was in college. And uh, I was like, let me learn how to DJ. So I did a, I did a party when I was like the freshman and I was so whack. And then this, this guy came up to me. He was like, yo, I'm, I'm with the radio. Like, you know, I see that you're tight at scratching, but you're not good at doing parties. Let wow. me help you. Oh, that's you know, amazing. Wow. My boy, Craig, Arthur, uh, C-Sharp, we had a crew called Cut the Check. And then we kind of dominated college. We did all like the fraternities, all the sororities, mm. all the, every kind of event we did radio. And that's where I really learned how to like DJ parties. So then after college, then uh, Lyrics moved to LA. You know, we were doing shows spontaneously. Like I was DJing, you know, for him. So he was like, why don't you come move out here? I don't know if you knew that if he lived he used to live I knew in I knew before. he lived in LA. I didn't know yeah. I'm, I'm learning so much. Yeah, right so now. He <laughs> and this was during the era of MySpace and like uh. I just had graduated from college and then he was like sending me pictures of him with all these like hot import models <laughs> on MySpace and I was oh, like, Whoa, that that's what you do in like in LA? Me. That's crazy. <laughs> and I was like, I'll move out there. Yeah. <laughs> so then we he oh man, it was horrible though. He was like, Yeah, come stay with me. You know, you could stay with me. I have a place. And then I get there. I, I just packed my two turntables and like a small suitcase. And he doesn't have a place. What? Like he's staying with his friend. <laughs> oh, no. And it's a studio. And it's like him, his girlfriend at the time, his friend, his friend's brother, his friend's brother's girlfriend and me. It was like oh, seven yo. of us. But then eventually it moved into a place. We were just bullshitting for a while, making music, like scratching. And then that's where I met Dumb was we used to go to this uh, open mic sometimes called Project Bloat on 43rd and Lamerp. We started hanging out and like we, we got along really well. And those guys just fucking freestyle for hours. Yeah, like, that's for real. Yeah. Yeah. So I, they would, Dumb would come over and then, um, you know, I, I DJ a little bit and then those guys would just freestyle for like four or five hours. Yeah, that's how we built the relationship with Dumb. And then Rick ended up moving back to LA, I mean, to Virginia. And then I had nowhere to stay. And then Dumb was like, why don't you stay, you know, I knew how to use Pro Tools. So he was like, why don't you stay at my house, um, record, you know, this album for me on Pro Tools, and then you could stay for like a year. And that's when we recorded Fun With Dumb, which is like an early project that we did. But when I go back and listen to it, I like, I really didn't know how to use Pro Tools. It sounds so <laughs> shitty. Yeah. It sounds like it's recorded like underwater in the bathroom. <laughs> Through Dumb, I would tour a lot, the Asian Hip Hop Summit, and then... Uh, with the Project Blow guys, I would tour a lot with like Bus Driver, Abstract Rude. So that was me touring and then I was kind of getting my footing with how to like open 
And I did that for a while, and then stuff with Dumb really took off because we started a YouTube channel called Knocksteady. Oh, the real thing that, that like, shot me into the club DJing stuff was Roy Choi. So, oh. so he opened up um, a hotel in Koreatown called the Line Hotel, and he was like, we, right. we want to have DJs. Can you help curate the program? Can you DJ? We did that, and then that really opened me up to my other residencies because people came there. That's how I met, like, Solange, and was that was, like, the cool new place to be because of Roy Choi had his restaurant in there. Mm-hmm. So it just just from those residencies, people coming right. to see me, it kind of I built relationships with... Uh, Oh man, I'm forgetting. You can check it on my bio. I, no, have I know. All the residencies. Yeah, there. you're 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 really everywhere. And and what I love about this man, it just sounds like it's really when you moved to L. A. It's like you just went in, right? Because yeah. I'm not hearing like you did any other jobs. You just kind of like kept. No, that there was, was a little like when I moved to L. A. I worked at Metro PCS. Okay. Like shitty okay. cell phone okay. store. Important. Okay. It's yeah. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of listeners that are like. You know, they got to financially pay for rent or oh, yeah. pay for things like that. So, like, we're trying to see, did you work a little bit here? Oh, and there? I didn't have money for like 10 years. <laughs> like, I, was just, I lived in my car before, like, moving in with Dumb. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a really inspiring journey, man. Like, it, it's, you've really gone in and you, we could tell, like, you're just passionate about it. I mean, I know I you talked, it, to, yeah. I know you talked about how you just would practice for days. And I, st- I still feel like I watch your stories and we, you're just still practicing. It feels I like I still practice, yeah, like, lot. all the time. Yeah. It's I, really, I think, though, like, um, now that I do the club stuff so much, I kind of feel that uh, my technical level has mm. like fallen off a little bit mm, because yeah. it's a, it's a different skill set like reading the crowd and yeah you know and it requires like a strong liver too as you're drinking a lot yeah <laughs> but um, you know That's a I, set, I force myself to kind of practice like yeah. I need to practice at least thirty minutes an hour yeah, a day. yeah yeah that's dope I mean and speaking of of just DJing in general because you are seriously one of the ta- most talented like turntablists as well as just a mixed DJ. Uh, how do you define what a good DJ is? A good DJ to me, and I think my definition has probably changed over the years because yeah. I, I play a lot of parties. The definition of DJ is to like to play to the room and to, uh, for me, I always try to have the energy just be ascending, 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 ascending. Yeah. And then maybe like kind of a weird little lull point and then hit them with like a crazy curveball and then, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I think a good DJ it will, will keep you on your toes, squeeze in a few little weird things here and there, mm-hmm. you know, play some favorites and also showcase some skills like, you know, some scratching, some cool wordplay. But it's a really fine line because I have a lot of really, really, really super sick scratch homies and turntablists. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're not so great at doing like the party and vice versa. I have really dope club DJ homies and they can't really scratch either. So it's like, there's many different definitions of DJ. I mean, but you, besides doing the parties, um, you also DJ for people like Dom, yeah. people like Anderson. How do you prepare um, as a DJ like for an artist? Is the preparation different for them when you go on tour for them right. versus you preparing like for like a club? Yeah, yeah way different. Um, when, you, when you tour with the artist, like you work closely with them. With Year of the Ox, it's more linear. It's like we go one, we'll go in this order. You know, and if the crowd isn't feeling it, we'll take out this one and put this one instead. That's because we have show experience. With Dumb, it's like literally we have a loose kind of list. And then uh, if he starts, he likes to talk in between. If he starts to talk about like, and I hear him going in this direction, I'm like, okay, he's getting ready to do this song. Let me get this one ready. (laughs) So that's kind of like off court antics that you just build after years of like uh, friendship. But But sometimes if it's like an artist that, 
you know, I haven't worked with well, we'll sit down in the studio or maybe I'll create, you know, what I think is a good flow and send it to them. And it's just a lot of back and forth. Got it. Um, that's kind of how I prepare. And then, and then also I look for little areas within the set where I can squeeze in my tricks. Like, oh, there's a little, there's 10 seconds right here in this little, you know, between song one and two. Maybe I'll scratch right here. Yeah. Or maybe I'll do some kind of interesting acapella here or mm -hmm. some effects or something. Yeah. So that's how you can squeeze your little flavor in there. So it, it is, it sounds like it's a lot of relationship building and like communication back and forth between you and the artist. It's yeah. not like you just show up. Right, I mean, I right. guess sometimes well, maybe. Sometimes you could do that, but then you could kind of, that's boring to me. Anyone could do that. It's just like, mm. you know. Yeah. And I don't like when, 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 um, rappers do their show like that like they just show up and give the dj like here's my usb i mean i don't I, I, it's, it's cool but like it's not personal it's not it's, it feels as if like you didn't put any time and in, into your set no I, i've had to do that before for like some crazy rappers i'm not gonna say who but i'm like wow <laughs> yeah you really like don't put that like you don't care you're just gonna give it to me and, like you don't care who the dj is that's true man i mean you know and that's surprising because like especially if it's a rapper or an artist that is of a certain level, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. um, that's a lot of faith yeah. into somebody exactly. if you don't take the time to get to know, yeah. um, you know, they're just lucky that you're a person that really cares yeah. about that, you know what I mean? <laughs> or a DJ who is able to read the crowd well, right? Yeah. right? Because you you never know, like there's DJs out there who yeah. just kind of like play their set because they love their set and right, you're right. like, what? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can appreciate that too when DJs do that, but it's like, there's a time and place, like if it's a mega club, you're probably not gonna get invited back to play mm -hmm. if you if you like take that risk and mm, promoters yeah. anger because you played something weird like it's all about finding the balance yeah we are unfortunately running short of time but um of Sorry, course my story was so no long. no hey <laughs> don't apologize don't apologize because i mean you think about the, sh the purpose of this show the purpose why we do this um anyone can watch you spin anyone can you know see you on youtube or watch your you know ig stuff but this is about like learning. I mean, I'm learning about like mm -hmm. how you came up and um, that that to us is means the most. So thank you, yeah, Richard. man. Um, before we let you go though, but uh, you know, a lot of our listeners out there, uh, you know, are excited. Like if there's things that they should be looking out for, you know, yeah. anything upcoming that you could talk about, anything um, that you could put out there. Yeah, I just uh, started uh, working with MGM in Vegas. I'm over there a couple times a month. Hey, at, uh, yo. Yeah, Roy Choi's restaurant. Um, is one is called Best Friend and there's a club called On The Record. Mm -hmm. I'll be there next Saturday, actually. Yeah. And that club is really dope. It's like, it's not a traditional Vegas club. It's on the strip, but then the type of DJs they have are like DJ Premier, Just Blaze, Method Man and Red Man were there hey. yesterday. So wow. it's like, it's interesting they're bringing that to the Vegas strip. So they're kind of that's dope. You know, changing the landscape of the typical bottle service, like yeah. fist mm -hmm. pump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and this is legit, man. If you, DJ Zell actually has like one of those billboards, like he is <laughs> on true. a I was billboard. on a billboard in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> so he is like out. legit <laughs> Vegas DJ. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. And, and, and for all of our listeners who are like maybe discovering you for the first time, like, and they want to learn more about you or follow you, like, where can they do that? Um, I'm Zomano on everything. Z-O-M-A-N-N-O. DJ Zo and my last name is Mono, so that's why it's Zomano. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Zo, thank you so much for coming through, man. Of course, um, thank you for having uh, You're me. welcome here anytime. But before we head out of here, of course, he's going to bless this show, bless Dash Radio, bless Discover Station with an, an exclusive, exclusive Spice Girls mix. Spice Girls mix <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> on Attractivist Radio. So stay tuned for that. Attractivist Radio exclusive. 
that is cool is in the house, baby.
Yes, Lord. This is Anderson Pat, and you are now rocking with DJ Zoom. And you are now rocking with DJ Zoom. And you are now rocking with DJ Zoom. And you are now rocking with DJ 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 Zoom. But hey, put me on some, put me on some, put me 
So we've come to the end of our show here on Tractivist Radio. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you to our guest, the amazing DJ Zoe, for blessing us with the interview, blessing us with an exclusive mix right here on Dash Radio. Again, for all the music that you hear on the show and all of the music that you hear on other shows, check out our playlist. Go to tractivist.com, click on playlist, or you can check out our Spotify playlist. All you artists, all you managers, all you fans, if you want to hear music on the show, you've heard this, you know what to do. Go to our website again and click on submit. Once again, thank you so much for listening and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. 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 (laughs) Thanks for listening to Tractivist Radio. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Tractivist. That's T-R-A-K-T-I-V-I-S-T. For our playlist and to discover more music by Asian Americans, visit www.tractivist.com.